This is Jeff Cross, and welcome to the September 2nd, 2022 edition of Views on the News from the Couch, a baby boomer's attempt to pass along his views on the news. And today's not going to be a happy day. I have said that I am on the 40-yard line on the Republican side. For my international listeners, listeners, that is right of center. After listening to the linked, awful, lying, divisive speech by President Biden last night, I feel pushed towards the Republican end zone. I was going to wait and air my thoughts tomorrow after I had time to calm down, pull my punches, but I think it may be better to give some on the left a view of the results of this crap. I'm fine with Biden attacking Trump. Hell, I attack Trump. But Biden tried to brand the term MAGA Republicans as an invective. He kept calling a broad swath of the Republican Party extremists. I don't know if I'm a MAGA Republican, but like many Republicans, I don't like overspending. And I believe the Constitution says what it says. Like Democrats in the past, such as both Clintons, Schumer, Pelosi, Obama, and Biden, I feel that unfettered immigration at our southern border is stupid. Like many Republicans, I feel that NATO countries should honor their commitment to spending 2% of GDP on defense spending. I feel Europe was stupid to rely on Russia for natural gas and that China is a true threat to the U.S. and that the tariff structure between U.S. and China was stupid. Do those positions make me an extremist? Seriously, are any of those positions awful? Biden's speech was short on specifics, except for when he says he will cure cancer, so I don't know what views he thinks are extremists. What I itemize to a large extent defines Republican views. Where Trump differed from typical Republicans is that in a bullying and divisive way, he tried to force those things through. Yes, he was an asshole, but which view, rather than technique, was extremist? Please tell me. I will wait. As I listened to the speech, I wrote this in all caps. Quote, I have never heard such a divisive collection of bullshit by a president. End quote. I also wrote that, quote, Biden makes me want to go buy a MAGA hat. I have a Go Brandon hat that I never wear but may start, end quote. Biden kept returning to the following MAGA Republican themes. They do not accept the Constitution. They do not accept the rule of law. They fan the flames of violence. They do not accept elections. Mr. President, I know you finished at the bottom of your law school class and aren't that bright, but have you been paying attention? Let's knock those off one at a time. Biden says Republicans do not accept the Constitution. Uh, we believe it says what it says. Your group, group believes you can make it up as you go along. Roe v. Wade was overturned because the constitutional basis for it was fabricated out of thin air. The defense of Roe was not that it was based on the Constitution, but the, that the mistake had existed for 50 years so it was grandfathered in. The justices ruled it was a legislative and not a judicial issue. Who respected the Constitution? Except the rule of law. I'm not sure how to handle this one. I can list many instances where Democrats did not follow the, same, follow the law. The same can be done for Republicans not following the law. 
On the 2020 election, I think there are many instances, such as Wisconsin, where election law was not followed. The courts have ruled on that. I am not saying it made a difference in the outcome. Combining the rule of law comment and Republicans fanning the flames of violence, can we remember the summer of the mostly peaceful press protests? Billions of dollars in damage, looting, rioting, burning. People died. Whole areas of either Portland or Seattle were treated as a separate sovereign area and the federal courthouse was repeatedly attacked. Biden says that violence is not an acceptable tool. No shit. That is what Senator Tom Cotton said in a New York Times op-ed that got an editor fired and folks went nuts. President Biden, did you support Senator Cotton when he called for violence to end and the use of federal forces to make it happen? Speaker of the House Pelosi said she wondered why there was not more violence. Our VP, our current VP, was giving money to a fund to bail out the fiery protesters. To quote President Biden, give me a break. Trump did not accept the 2020 election, and he got a lot of folks asking questions or supporting him. That was bad. But there was some crazy stuff on not following the election laws and lurching to mail-in ballots, which are more prone to fraud. Democrats would not have done that if they thought mail-in ballots would help Republicans. Still, Trump was bad. Very bad. But Democrats should not get all sanctimonious on this. They lionized Stacey Abrams, the 50,000-vote loser for the Georgia governorship, and pretended she was the legitimate governor. Hillary said the 2016 election was stolen and advised Biden not to accept the results of the 2020 election if he lost. Also, I linked to an article on a George Soros-funded initiative to win the Secretary of State positions so Democrats would have more control of elections. Let me throw Biden a bone. I think he did a good job of litigating the case against Trump. Trump's antics after the election were awful, or to be more specific, after about two weeks had passed. There were enough potential issues that I do not begrudge Trump the first two weeks. But after Bill Barr said, we looked and found no widespread cheating, Trump should have graciously packed it in. He did not, and our country suffered. This speech was a missed opportunity. Biden is the President of the United States. In the past, when folks on Facebook would say, Biden is not my president, I would say that Biden is my president. I would add I will probably vote against him in the next election, but he is my president. I'm struggling with that statement today. I don't feel like he's my president. Oh, so much better if in his speech last night, Biden had said that both sides have done some bad shit and that we as a group need to do better. Instead, Biden was just an angry, biased, partisan hack trying to score cheap political points. After listening to his speech, I found my Let's Go Brandon hat and will wear it the rest of the day. And now, the quick hitters. One report says that higher energy costs may result in a bunch of British pubs closing. Energy prices are rising by a factor of four or five times. The FDA okays the new booster from Pfizer and Moderna that is better against Omicron. Sarah Palin lost the special election for Congress. I think she is still in the running for the regular election in November. Mikhail Gorbachev died. He was the last of the Soviet leaders and was followed by Yeltsin. 
Many fondly remember Gorbachev, but he was a Marxist who rose to the top of the Soviet hierarchy. He probably did some bad stuff. Russia cut off natural gas via the Nord Stream 1 pipeline. Production was down to 20% capacity, but Russia said it had to shut down the pipeline entirely due to maintenance issue that, issues that it says it cannot fix due to sanctions. Moving on. A Fox News article quotes Jared Adalman, who is a physics professor at Northern Illinois University, is telling his class, quote, Refusing to mask indoors is a manifestation of ableism and racism, an exercise of individual privilege that tells the most vulnerable that their health and the health of their loved ones does not matter. Thus, masks are required here. They are not optional. End quote. Dude, it's your course, so feel free to say masks are required, even if they don't work. But did you have to play the race card? Really, just say masks are required. Save the race card for racial issues. I linked to a stunning first-person narrative on a family that owned a store near a college. When the store dealt with a shoplifter, they say they were virtually assaulted for being racist. They sued and won a huge settlement. Reading the story, my heart, which is mostly made of stone, went out to them for what they went through. One of the owners stopped cancer treatment so he would be stronger during the trial and later found his cancer had spread and he died. My heart also goes out to those who experience racism. We have to figure out a better way to deal with this stuff. Democrats are looking like they have a better chance in the midterm. Is it because of the search of Trump's residence or the overturning of Roe v. Wade and Republicans jumping on the banning of abortion? Or that while inflation is still high, gas prices ebbed a bit? Or that even though Ukraine is a mess, it has faded from the headlines. Or that Europe is likely a mess due to energy, but that will take time to play out and may not affect domestic politics. Or that the Afghan, Afghanistan fiasco has faded. Or because Biden has not mangled much lately and has been mostly quiet. Well, Biden screwed that one up last night. A bit of quality control. After recording this episode, I note that I might be wrong when I said that I have never heard as divisive a speech. Probably Trump gave one, so I likely exaggerated. Thanks for listening to Views on the News from the Couch. If you like this podcast, please share with your friends. If you did not like it, please share with the rest of the folks you know.